Let me say a very special good evening to listeners to the Dominican.net radio and to Q95FM listeners all over Dominica. Let me welcome you to another edition of This Week in Interview. This evening, our very special guest for the entire hour is filmmaker, first-generation Dominican born in the United States, Wyatt, Miss Wyatt Badwell. And we'll certainly have the distinct pleasure of inviting her to hear on TDN Radio and Q95FM as she talks to us about her latest project. Uh, but before we get into the discussion of the film, let me just say a very special welcome to our listeners. And of course, a very special welcome to you, Ms. Um, Badwell. Yeah. Okay, it's great that um, you were able to make it. We are very thankful that you are able to share this time with us this evening as we discuss your film and also your career and what you've been involved with. Um, but probably we can start the ball rolling, Wyatt, by talking to our listeners, uh, give our listeners a little bit of, of background as to, you know, what got you started in film, for example. Okay, sure, certainly. Um, well, first off, like you said, I was, um, I'm an American. I was born in Indiana, in the Midwest, and I have uh, roots in Dominica. My mother, Dr. Janet Bardwell, is from there originally, and the Bardwell family is originally from Point Michelle. Um, so uh, I grew up in the Midwest, in, primarily in Michigan, where I went to high school there. And uh, since I was a kid, since I was young, I had always had a love of films and filmmaking and uh, performing arts. And so after high school, I thought in college that I would study something related to that, but ended up choosing a different field. I ended up studying computer engineering, which is, you know, not, not quite in the filmmaking realm. However, my thought was that after college, I could pursue a career doing special effects for films. Um, but I ended up taking quite a different route. I took a little detour and ended up in Seattle, Washington, working for Microsoft in software development and spent a few years there. And then when uh, the company Expedia spun off from Microsoft, I went along with them and worked in the high-tech world for a few years, making international versions of Expedia as a program manager. And uh, I got the opportunity to travel the world and, and see a lot of things. And then eventually decided that I wanted to go back to my first love, which was, was filmmaking and, and acting. And so um, I left I left that world and, and went and spent some time making local films uh, and being in local film production. Uh, commercials, and then eventually headed to film school for a year to learn everything I could about about filmmaking, you know, being behind the camera. And uh, I've been able to put my engineering skills and my program management skills to good use as a, as a film producer and a, a film director. So you've basically been involved in making films now for the past uh, seven, eight years? Yeah, about that, yes. Yes, and mainly I've made uh, short films, um, short narratives, um, different stories that that writers have wanted to tell and um, have, have rather enjoyed that. 
Um, I also started in 2006 with my colleague and friend Whitney Keys, a, a web TV series that was called WhitneyandWyatt.com. I co-produced it and co-hosted it uh, for a number of years. And it was a, a series that was geared towards women um, that had different topics ranging from relationships to health, fashion, travel, the arts, um, you know, kind of a magazine-style talk show. And it was short form, so each episode was about five to ten minutes in length. Um, and it, it basically gave, you know, informing, informative or entertaining information to women about things they wanted to know. And I actually ended up doing a couple of episodes on Dominica. One was about about travel to the island and, and how it can be an adventure to travel there. And then also <laughs> a, um, another episode about Dominican artists. There was a fair at Ross University um, that I went to and interviewed some of the artists there, uh, the local artists of Dominica, about uh, their craft and their art, which was a lot of fun. And then after that, um, uh, in 2008, started working on my latest film, Dominica, Charting a Future for Paradise. And it's my first uh, documentary film, and it's the longest film I've done to date at 35 minutes in length. Right. Okay, we want to talk about this film in some depth, uh, but before we do, Wyatt, I, I, I wanted to ask you about some of your earlier work. Um, you, in, you indicated that okay. you've done a few short um, short version films. Can you give us a yeah. sense? You said a couple of them were on Dominica. Give us a, a sense as to your wider, wider body of work. Um, so, yeah, so the films I've done maybe, I would say... If you include the work I did in school for that year and, and after school, about nine short films, and um, they're, they're narratives, so basically they're films um, that are fictional in nature. So one, one of the last films I did was called A Natural Life, about a man who, um, you know, was a, man, a married couple who, who um, the wife ended up being in the hospital, and she was very ill, and she ended up dying, and uh, um, the man was so distraught and, and so unwilling to to deal with the fact that she died, um, he ended up basically taking her body home with him, um, you know, leaving the hospital with her, and so it's, it's a short film, and it's it's kind of, it's a bit depressing if you think about it, um, but the film, it's it's highly, um, highly stylized. There's a lot of color. Um, there's not a lot of dialogue, but there's a lot of emotion. It's very evocative, and it, it's basically, you know, telling the story of how this man is coming to grips with the death of his wife, um, and and what he does. So that's one of the one of the last films I did uh, that I produced um, uh, by a, a writer director named Christopher Ray. Um, before that, I worked on a, actually a feature-length film called World Death in Time that um, the director of my film school produ uh, produced and directed, um, which was about uh, a man that was going on a road trip with his sister and trying to kind of reconnect um, with his sister. Uh, some of the films that I have done prior to uh, the film about Dominica have been uh, fictional narrative works. That has been, you know, something I, I have loved uh, as well, and so. But I'm trying to broaden my horizons and do and do film, you know, do all sorts of films and 
I'm kind of now focusing on, on documentary in this kind of next phase of my career. Okay, this is, this is excellent, um, Wyatt, which takes us now to, to the, the film that we are certainly about to discuss. And that is the Dominica chatting a future for paradise. Now, I'll tell you what, um, in case you are just joining us, we are talking to Wyatt Badwell, filmmaker, um, who's just made a, a very exciting film. I have a, had an opportunity not to see the entire film, but to see the trailer. So what I will do now, Wyatt, I will just play this, this, this insert. Um, it's about two minutes long. I'll play it for our listeners, and then we will talk about the film some more. Okay, I, I will tell you what, Wyatt, we seem to be having some audio difficulties there with the, um, with the showing of this. So why okay. don't you just, just tell us, uh, well, let's begin this way. Probably you can, you can tell us, I thought the, the, the name of the film was, was really insightful. Um, Dominica okay. chatting a path for the future. So why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what went into, name, into the naming of, of this film? Okay, I can tell you maybe a little bit about what, what the film is actually about. Um, and uh, as you said, the title is Dominica, Charting a Future for Paradise. Um, so in, in 2008, uh, Dominica had celebrated 30 years of independence uh, with a nationwide reunion. And I think the film, you know, it's a 35-minute film. And it is basically about how the people of Dominica both those that are living in Dominica and those that live abroad envision a future for their island, essentially. Uh, it's about how Dominica is a small, you know, nation, a small independent nation that's mainly agrarian. How does it overcome its challenges? And, you know, the challenges are the natural disasters that occur, like hurricanes, limited resources that it has, and, and, a, and a small population, like how does it overcome these challenges to maintain itself as this this island paradise that it is? And, you know, it, with a country that doesn't have a lot of monetary or human resources, how is it, how does it make it, how does it make a way in very competitive and globalized world, you know, the world that we're living in today? And eventually, uh, we come to find out that, that even though Dominica has kind of limited some limited resources, it has a lot of natural resources that it can utilize. Um, and in my opinion, it is a gem. It's a gem in that respect among, amongst its peers, you know. Um, and, and so we see how people think this island is going to use what it has. You know, it's water, it's sunshine, it's fertile soil um, to, make it, to, to make it succeed, you know, and it's a beauty, the thing that makes it special, the environment. And so we touch upon, in the film, we touch upon what I call future industries, like sustainable agriculture, ecotourism, and alternative energy. And the film, essentially, it's, it's a conversation with Dominicans about how they're going to move forward. And I think it's a great introduction to Dominica um, for those people that aren't familiar with the island or don't know much about it. And it... It has these beautiful and striking images that engage people, and it has fantastic music. The music's very iconic and evocative, and it's very nostalgic. It's, um, it's emotional. Most of the music is from Jean Lawrence Maturin, 
and uh, from some of the cultural groups of Dominica, like the Pabush cultural group and the Laconian cultural group. So that's, in a nutshell, you know, what the film in, in packed into 35 minutes. That's what the film is about, it's essentially. About, okay, um, Wyatt, I think I, I have sorted out the, the audio issues, so let's try again okay. to see if we can play that, because I really like to get this, this clip in. Let's see. Okay, sure. Okay. sure. Reunion, I think, is a very good reason for us to have a good party. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Although there are some people who say that we fet a lot, we party that we don't pay attention to serious things, but this year we did pay attention to serious things. Reunion is a time for reflection about nation building, about us as, as a nation, what have we achieved, um, what can we do better, uh, how do we chart the future in a very difficult world as an independent nation. For any country to acquire wealth, you, you must produce either goods or services. And so we have to find that marketable item either in, in goods that we manufacture or in services that we provide. It is almost a waste of time to try to say that you are going to produce something in Dominica and compete with it on the international market. We don't fit the typical Caribbean tourist island ringed by white sand beaches. And those tourists and investors who are knocking on the doors of our neighboring islands, this is not what they're looking for. It would be a paradox if we, in trying to develop the country, we are destroying the very thing that we should be trying to preserve and promote. Nobody can build it for us. We have to do it for ourselves. We, we can get from here, from there, everywhere. But if we don't do anything, you will not have a Dominica. Okay, uh, Wyatt, after having seen the trailer, I would certainly like to encourage all of our listeners at this time, they can always see, see it. Uh, it is visually stunning, I must say. That's one of the things that struck me about it. The clarity and, and visually, because you have those images, for example, of the carnival and some of the sceneries of Dominica. It's majestic. It's, it's beautiful. But I, I wanted to, why, to talk a little bit about some of the characters that you have in this film and some of the people that you actually, you actually introduced uh, or who actually okay. spoke out. And one of the things that caught my attention, of course, as an economist, was um, the, the statement by um, the historian, Mr. Lennox Honeychurch, Dr. Lennox Honeychurch, where he basically said it is almost a, a waste of time, um, to paraphrase him, it's almost a waste of time to, for Dominicans to think that they can compete on the international stage. Um, did you find that? Did you find that that in your own research for the film and actually doing the film, that, that, that it is an impossible scenario for, for Dominica to, in fact, compete on the international stage? Well, let me, let me answer that question by saying that, um, you know, there were a lot of differing viewpoints uh, in, in our interviews that we did. And we, we interviewed some 32 people. You know, a lot of people gave their time gladly to help and help make this film, and I, I definitely thank them for that. Uh, Dr. Lennox Honeychurch was one of many. We had, um, we, I mean, we interviewed, the, the goal for the film was to really get differing perspectives from people from all walks of life and differing viewpoints on the, on the things that were discussed in the film. And so the film has a very strong, I think, a strong message, and it has strong voices. 
Um, you know, we interviewed uh, just everyday people, like farmers and writers and students. The people of the village of Point Michelle, where where my family's from originally. You know, I even interviewed my grandmother. Okay. <laughs> um, we we you know, and then we interviewed very high profile people. You know, like Dr. Honeychurch and cabinet members of government, like Ian Douglas, who's minister for tourism. To musicians like Ophelia, Dominica's Lady of Song, you know, authorities on on history, um, other high-profile Dominicans all over abroad, like Justice Irving Andre, and we even interviewed um, uh, His Excellency Doctor Doctor Liverpool. So, with all of these different people, uh, we got a lot of differing points of view, a lot of differing perspectives on how things can be done to move the country forward. And so the idea, the goal there was to make sure that we give the viewers of the film food for thought, you know, give them a broad perspective of, of what people thought about what they could do for the island. And, and from that, they can form their own opinions and, and their, you know, their own ideas of, of what can be done and how things can be done. But uh, I'm interested as well, the white in, in finding out what you kind of took away from it, having, you know, listened to all of this, these varying views, some further or so, and having spoken yeah. to, I'm sure, outside of it, even those who are on film, having spoken to a cross-section of the Dominican public, what did you live, what, what, what sense did you live with? Did you live with a sense of hope and optimism, or did you live with a sense of, well, Dominica may not get there? I'm interested in finding out what, what was your own sense. How I feel? Yes. Yeah. Well, to, you know, my takeaway from that, I think in order to, to tell you what my takeaway is, I have to give you some of the backstory of how this film came about. Absolutely. It's actually not the film that, that I originally intended intended <laughs> and um you know so i can tell you do you want me to talk about that first or should i tell you what my takeaway is yes give me the backstory and then we can talk about okay yeah. okay so i am um, you know so dominica is is you know it's part of part of my roots and so um i in 2008 i kind of felt the that there was an opportunity with this 30th anniversary of independence with you know the nationwide reunion to go back and and connect with my roots on a deeper level. Um, I you know and since there were going to be so many people that were there from abroad that I could talk to, um, it was just a good opportunity to go. And the film originally was supposed to be a film about me kind of discovering my roots. Um, on a deeper level. I mean, I always visited Dominica since I was very young. I, every year, my family would go back to visit my grandparents and other relatives. And I'd even spent time at going to St. Luke's primary school as a child uh, there for a little while. Um, but wanted to, you know, make a film about Dominica and be connected on a, on a, a much bigger level. And so um, the plan was to go back and shoot the reunion for Point Michelle and interview people, and then also the National Independence event in, in November of 2008. And um, so I started planning in the beginning of 2008 to go, and then my my mother, Dr. Bardwell, was living there at the time, and so she was able to help a little bit with some of the, the planning. And about a couple months before I was scheduled to leave to go in October, uh, my husband and I found out that we were expecting our first child, and so that I would not be able to travel during the production of the film. Um, 
so at some point, you know, along this journey, I thought, well, maybe I should cancel because I'm not going to be there. The film will not be about, you know, my point of view, reconnecting with my roots. I won't be able to do a film about, you know, homecoming and identity and, and reuniting um, on that level. Um, but then after talking with my mother and my sister, Doss Bardwell, uh, I decided to continue with the production because they were willing to help out and, and, and make it happen. So they became my co-producers. And so Doss uh, went down with my cameraman, Michael Welty, to conduct interviews and, and, and do the film. And, um, you know, a director in the film, in the film world, a director not being on location for the production of a film, for shooting of a film is pretty much uncommon or unheard of. I don't think that's, I've never heard of that. I think this is a unique situation. Uh, but, you know, it's still a collaborative effort. So we prepped and, and, and got ready so that they would be prepared as much as they could. But I kind of had to set, reset my expectations about what this film was about and, and kind of let go of it being kind of from my point of view and, and realize the whole focus and point of the film would shift because I would not be there to, to execute my exact vision, you know, if I was not on the ground. Um, so all that to say, you know, they, they came back. Dr. Michael came back after about a month of filming, and they had about 65 hours of footage um, that then my editor, Andrew Morgan, and I had to craft into a story, a new story. And um, I took... Uh, in 2009, basically, I took the year off to have my daughter and be with her. So we started editing in 2010, at the beginning of 2010, and started out. We ended up after a couple of months with a, a three-hour rough draft of this film, and really had to hone it into something that made uh, sense to the viewer, that had a good story, that people could follow, and that was captivating. And um, then after about a year of editing, we realized that we needed more footage. And so I did finally get the opportunity to go back with Michael and shoot some additional footage in March of 2011. And then we ended up finishing the film in November of 2011. Okay. And so I think the takeaway that I, you know, so I, I was not there firsthand to interview the people, but I did get. You know, I watched all the footage. I had to transcribe all of the footage, you know, 65 hours of interviews and shots. And my takeaway um, from that was one of hope and optimism for this island um, that I love. I love Dominique. I think it is, you know, one of the most unique places in the world. And, um, and what I also took away was that the people of Dominica are very passionate about their island and, and the success and future of their island. And if everyone, you know, the people that, that we interviewed were very, very much that way. And if everyone is like that, I think Dominica will succeed. You know, I don't know how it will. I'm not, I, can't, I can't speak to which way is the best way for it to go, but I know it will. It will, it will succeed. So, that, so my takeaway is one of hope and optimism for the island. And the film is also is representative of that as well. Well, that is, that is very interesting. Right? One of the things that, that struck me as you were giving the backstory was that you indicated that you have, you have almost 65 hours of recordings and, and interviews and, and shots, and you were able to condense that into a 35-minute documentary. How difficult okay. was that? How difficult was the task of, of getting all of this down, condensed to that level of detail? 
I have to say, it was very difficult, and my editor would agree, um, you know, because it, you know, it took us, I think, all in all, about 18 months of editing uh, this footage down to, to what it is today. And we, it's a, it's a very iterative process. You start out, like I said, you have to, to, you have to record everything in writing because it's very hard to piece together. It's like a big jigsaw puzzle. It's hard to piece together the film just by watching it and listening. So if you have it in writing, it's much easier to kind of move things around uh, to make a comprehensive and compelling story. And so we we started, you know, with this, this three hour version and we honed it down and we thought, okay, we have a good a good idea of what direction we want to head into and then we would have um, you know, the other team members watch and they'd say, This doesn't make sense or that doesn't make sense, you need to revisit this section. Sometimes we would toss out everything that we started with and just start from scratch. And so that is why it took <laughs> such a long time to kind of, you know, make this film into what it is. Today. Wow, but I, I must say that just judging by the what I've seen from the um, from the trailer, it is certainly a great piece of work. Um, Thank you. I, I wanted to ask you as well. Um, in looking at all of this footage, and um, and of course you have this this passionate love for Dominica. What what in all of that? What was the most appealing feature of of the island to you? Was it its people? Was it the natural beauty? Was it was it the, oh, wow. the sense of can do? What 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 was it about the island? Another filmmaker with an eye for the tail. What was it about the island that really really made you you know sit down and say wow? Or was was there ever that that moment? There. Oh yes, I had that moment. I think on several occasions. I think um, you know one of the people that we interviewed, Ophelia, Dominica's Lady of Song. I think she probably said it best in her interview when she said that when she comes to Dominica from anywhere, you know, like she's coming back to Dominica on a plane and she sees this rock like rising from the ocean, that something hits you and you cannot describe it. And that is the feeling I get every time I come to the island. You just see this magnificent emerald jewel rising out of the sea. And that's the first kind of captivation is the visual of this, of this, land, you know, and then on top of that, you arrive and there are, I mean, I, I, I can't say that there's just one thing that's the highlight. I mean, I think about the sights, you know, everything I see from the people on the street to, you know, the sounds, the things you hear, the music, the music that kind of permeates everyday life, the people, their, their energy, their enthusiasm, their, you know, their, their proudness, um, I did, I did some reading on the history of Dominica in preparation for making the film, and that in and of itself is fascinating. I mean, you, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize kind of the history or the historical significance um, that Dominica has, um, you know, in that region of the world. And, and obviously, like, there's the culture, you know, just, just the, the food, the language. I can't, you know, I can't pick one thing. <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of a motivating factor. There's just, yeah, yeah, there's a lot, and that's kind of what has caused me to want to do a film. It's like when you're about Dominique or in Dominique, it's like when you get there, you're like, wow. It's, all, it's, almost, it's almost a challenge to know what to do, to what to film or who to talk to or what story to tell because there's so many, you know? And so that makes it 
um, makes it a little bit challenging, but but there's so much there, you know. So yes, that's um, my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. In in case you're just joining us, um, we are talking there to. Wyatt Badwell, who is a, a Dominican-American. I should put the Dominican first, I, I assume. A Dominican-American <laughs> uh, filmmaker. And she's just produced a remarkable film um, called Dominica, Chatting a Future for Paradise. And, and we're talking to her about the production of the film and also her interest and love for Dominica. Um, we will open the lines up um, in about 10 minutes to give our listeners an opportunity to interact um, with Wyatt. But for now, Wyatt, I wanted to, you know, obviously I asked you the questions about the highs of Dominica, but equally I'm interested in your take as to what was, were, the, were the things that we found least appealing. I mean, obviously you got a chance to really get a, a closer look with an eye for the tilt again on Dominica. What are some of the things that were the least appealing to you about the country? And you, you were saying to yourself, you know, I believe that as a people, um, the country can make probably further progress in this area or in that area. Was it was it the the the, the way the, the city is kept? Was it a, a question of the, um, the the clash of the nature isle against um, rubbish, for example, being strewn around the place? What was it uh, that that kind of struck your attention in terms of a negative impact? on the country? Well, I have to say that during the time that I was filming, when I went down in March 2011, uh, the least appealing aspect was trying to shoot the film when it was raining. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it's very difficult, I mean, in, even in the best of circumstances with weather, to, to shoot a film when, you know, the sun is shining because you have to think about you know, all the contrast of clouds and sunlight and how you're going to get a shot where it's not too contrasty um, or too under, you know, too unsaturated. Um, but, you know, at times we, ha we had to shoot in the rain and I we found it, that it was very difficult, although we were prepared. We had all of our rain gear with us, you know, but still it was, it was tough to shoot in the rain. And I guess that would be for anywhere, but, you know, Dominica, because it's so lush, um, with the vegetation has a lot of rain, so that was one of. The, <laughs> I think that's probably the thing I would say in terms of shooting the film was least appealing <laughs> uh, for me. Um, uh, yeah, I guess that was that's what I would that's say. That's what you would say. Right, so yeah. it was basically the conditions, the conditions, and the rain and so on, and that was probably the the, the, the worst thing for you. I'm sorry. So you're saying basically it had to do with the conditions of, of filming, but other than that, the country you found was in great shape and, and you kind of it was an overwhelmingly positive experience for you. For me, doing the film in Dominica was an overwhelmingly positive experience. Yes, it was. I I um I definitely feel that way. I think uh I think it's you know, it's the 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 effort of doing this film um, was was something that, in, in my mind, was extraordinary. It took a lot of work, a lot of resource um, from me and from a lot of other people. You know, it's a collaborative effort. And I think that, um, you know, there's always challenges when you're doing something. But I think my experience in Dominica with respect to doing this film, dealing with the people there, and and everything and making everything happen was was very positive, and it's one of the very best experiences I've had um, in 
my film career, in my short film career. This is so excellent. I, you know. mm-hmm. Now, let's talk a little bit about, and as luck would, would have it, Wyatt, your film is being screened right now as we speak in Barbados at an at a Afri, Africa film festival in Barbados. Um, tell our listeners a little bit more, because I'm sure the question everyone would like to know. In fact, one of our first questions we have come in to us via radio at the dominican.net online. And if you'd like to send a question, that's, also, that's a good way of doing this, radio at the dominican.net. And the listener there is asking, where can they see the film? Because they, they've been online, they've seen the short version, they've seen the, the trailer, and the question they're asking is, where and how will they be able to view this film? Well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad that they enjoyed the trailer. I um, yes, the film is actually we have been accepted to the Africa World Documentary Film Festival, which is um, it's a film festival that's sponsored by the University of Missouri in St. Louis, and uh, they that film festival focuses primarily on films that have to do with kind of the African experience of the African the, the greater African diaspora experience, and so. They have uh, several venues around the world where their films will appear, the films that they've chosen will appear throughout the year. And Dominica, Charting a Future for Paradise, will actually make its world premiere in Barbados tomorrow, March 8th. Um, I don't have the exact time, but if you go to uh, my website, the film website, which is dominicaparadisefilm.com, you can find out more information about the screening. Um, so it will be it will be at the University of West Indies uh, Cave Hill tomorrow in Barbados, and then it, uh, later this month it's going to make its U.S. premiere in St. Louis at St. Louis University, and that's going to be on March 26. Um, and then the plan going forward for additional screenings is um, that we're planning a, a screening on the East Coast this fall at George Washington University. And eventually the film will be available on DVD for people to purchase and, and access. Um, but yes, but the best way to keep uh, up to date about the screenings, I'm hoping there'll be plenty more screenings <laughs> throughout the year, um, will be by going to the website, which is dominicaparadisefilm.com. Okay, dominicaparadisefilm.com. But also, what are there any uh, plans to actually have it filmed in Dominica on the big screen, probably have a, a show in or two in Dominica at some point in the future? Is that on the cats? Yes, yes. Um, I would love to do that. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm currently expecting our second, we're currently expecting our second child in a couple of months, so I won't be traveling uh, anytime soon, but um, maybe later this year, uh, I, would, I would love to be able to do some public screenings in Dominica so that everybody, you know, those people that, you know, obviously can't go outside of Dominica to watch the film can have the opportunity to see it. Um, we did, in uh, once we finished the film in November, we did a, a private screening in December and then one in January for the cast of the film and some selected guests, and we, we got a great response um, from that. So I think, I think it will be positively received once we, you know, get it out to the general public. But right now it's currently the first phase is for it to be on the, on the festival circuit, which means that we are entering it, uh, we're applying to film festivals and hoping that we get accepted um, as one of the films that they choose for the festivals. And there, there are numerous festivals. We're applying to festivals in, in Canada, in the U.S., 
in the Caribbean and in Europe, um, you know, all over, pretty much. And so we're hoping that we get accepted to more festivals as the year goes on and that there will be more opportunities for people to to see the film. Right, and that's really great because what it it does, why is that it gives the the island an unprecedented level of publicity. Because as you you know, the wider the audience, and I mean, this is really free publicity for the island. And I can tell you from what I have seen, I'm, I'm very anxious to see the whole thing. So I'll, I'll be looking forward when it gets there on the east coast of George Washington University. That I'll be one of the first to go in and see it. Okay. Uh, certainly, you know, it, I'm sure that that is really will be great promotion for the island. Now what I know that yeah. in, in, in making such a film, I mean I'm sure that there there are other people involved in this production. Um, can you just give us a sense as to as to the other people that you worked with in, in, in making this film? Sure, yes. Um so as I said before, it's it's been very much a family affair. My mother, uh Dr. Bardwell, um was a, was one of the producers on the film, and then my sister, Doss Bardwell, as well. She was the one that conducted uh, most all of the interviews. And then I had a cinematographer or a cameraman, Michael Welty, that had gone down uh, in 2008 and then again in 2011 to actually shoot the film. You know, that, that's kind of his expertise, um, you know, is, is, is capturing all the, the beautiful imagery that you see in the trailer and then in, in the whole film. And then um, I worked very closely with my editor, excuse me, Andrew Morgan, who, um, you know, sat, we basically sat side by side for 18 months and went through all the footage. And he, he was the one that, that sat down with the software and would piece things together, literally, while I directed him and said, no, change that, move that here. I don't, you know, we should change this. I like this. And um, and then numerous other people helped. We had um, some consulting writers that helped with the with the narration. Um, there were we we have uh, footage that is we have in the film. There's uh, there are archival photos as well as archival photography. Um, so I had a um, uh, an assistant, a production assistant, Andy Lowe, that helped with sourcing some of that material, and then also Dr. Lennox Church provided some of his um, his own photos for the film. And um, we had engineers and recording studio that helped us produce, mix the, all of the audio tracks. So we had different, you know, people that were talking, and then there was the music and sound effects, and mixing that to make it sound right. And then um, a gentleman that helped us with the color correction of the film. So the film is very, my vision was that it would have these very bright colors because when I'm in Dominica, that's kind of how I see everything, just these very bright, saturated, beautiful colors. Um, and that's in, and how I envision it in my mind when I'm not there, when I'm in gr- cold gray Seattle. And I think about um, Dominica, I just think of the vibrant greens and the reds and the yellows and so we colored the film. We kind of saturated the film a little bit to give it that that kind of essence and feeling. Yes, you know, uh, I'm glad then, you, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes, go yeah. Please continue. Oh, sorry. And then I was going to mention the music. Obviously, we had music that was provided by some of the great artists of Dominica, and as I mentioned before, Jean Lawrence Maturin. So um, yeah, 
what you were, you were going to say. Yes, I was going to say, you know, you mentioned the color and, and just the, the vibrancy of Dominica. And that's one of the things that strikes me about Dominica. I mean, I've been to many, many countries. But something about the, the color in Dominica, everything is a deep. You know, the colors are vibrant. You know, you look at the sea and it's a deep blue. The green is, you know, it's a deep green. And the way they clash, you know, it's always, it's always a, a wonderful thing. And I have, I mean, I have wonderful images of driving to work in Dominica, you know, like in a morning, like 7.30 in the morning yeah. and driving along the coast and just looking at the sea on one side, the sky above and the mountains on the other. And that to me is one of the most beautiful things about Dominica. And I get the sense as well that when you are in the country, you don't get to appreciate, you know, what you have and to appreciate just the, the color and, and just the, the country itself is alive. You know, it's like nature is alive and yeah. it reminds me, Wyatt, of, of, some, of some information that I, I've gained, I've learned about Dominica where the, 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 the individual who wrote the, the King James Version, who uh, translated the, the Bible from Greek to, to, um, to King James, he visited Dominica in 1783, right before he, he wrote um, this, his description or his definition. And later on, historians found that in his notes, he had described Dominica very vividly and that his descriptions of Dominica were very close to the descriptions he used in the Garden of Eden to describe it. Right. And I thought that was very revealing. And I think that we've maintained that. I, I think to a large extent, we've maintained this, just this vibrance, you know, and, and, and this great color. And it's almost like the country itself is singing, you know, and, and it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. So I'm glad that your film captures that because one of the things that's, that, that strikes me almost immediately is the, just the color. You know, you, you have the pictures yeah. of the beaches and of the mountains and of the carnival. It's all about color. Right. It's wonderful. Yes, and I think that, that that is one of the, you know, it's like you think about this, your senses, that that is definitely, you know, what I envision. And I think that it, um, yes, and, and it's partially why the film, you know, the name of the film is, is you know, we, we talked about, like, hey, what are we going to call this film? And I wanted to have the word paradise in, in the title because I think that that is, you know, the, the color, like you said, all those visuals that you just explained, in my mind, they represent paradise. You know, it's like what you, what I think people embody paradise to be is a place that's beautifully colored and has mountains and water and, and things like that. And I think that, um, that that's why we kind of saturated the colors a little bit more so they really stood out and it was kind of very striking when you first see the imagery of the film. Of, um, okay, um, Wyatt, we have a question coming from... One of our listeners um, coming to us via our chat room, and the question to you is: Could you ask about Wyatt about the financing of the film? She mentioned it was sponsored by a university, but can she expand on the overall cost of producing? The person wanted to know about the cost involved in producing um, the film. The cost of the film. Yeah, the cost, oh, okay. and, and also how you were able to, basically, they were wondering if it was a fully sponsored film or if you had to dig into your own resources to make it possible. Yes, the film the film was privately funded, and um, and I yes I did have to dig into my own resources to make it happen as well. So it was a combination of the two, um, you know. So I guess you could say it's like angel funding in, in a sense. Um, people that were close to me were able to contribute, and then but most of the funding came from me out of my own pocket. So it, it is it is truly what you would say is an independent film production. 
independent film. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, in case you you are just joining us, um, we'd like to let our listeners know that uh, this uh, re- this is recorded, and if you, if you missed any part of it, you can listen to it uh, by going to our podcast on the Dominican.net. Also, if you'd like to join the conversation, you can feel free to do so. If you're calling from Dominica, there is a local number by which you can you can reach us here at the studio. The number is four four two one two one four 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 two one two one four. If you're calling from outside of Dominica, the number you'd want to call is 301-327-6154. That's 301-327-6154. And of course, you can always send us an email, radio at the dominican.net, or you could join us on our chat room and interact with us there on this weekend interview. Um, Wyatt, let me ask you this. Um, I know... uh, an important part of the film was dealing with reunion in 2008 when you had this just this massive invasion of Dominica, as it were, <laughs> by Dominicans, some of whom had been overseas for 45 years, 50 years, and were coming back for the first time. And you had a chance to interact with, with a lot of these Dominicans that were returning. What was your sense? Are we able to draw... Again, I, I, want to, I want to kind of draw on your attention for the tale and, and so on. Were you able to draw a, a, a distinction between the Dominicans who were returning to Dominica and the local Dominicans and, and in terms of the outlook of those two groups, you know, in other words, was it, <laughs> the way, what I, I guess I'm trying to, to get at was, could you tell or make a distinction readily between the returning Dominicans and the Dominicans that were there, just in terms of their outlook, the way they looked at things, the way they analyzed the country? Well, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> I don't want to answer that question so much because I don't want to give, you know, we, we talk about that topic a little bit in the film and I don't want to give too much away okay. um, regarding that. Um, I think that people will get a sense, you know, of what the, the film represents between these two groups that you're referring to and then they can form their own opinions about whether you know, there's a, a distinction or not, you know, so I'll, I'll leave it at that because, you know, because we do touch upon that, that uh, subject matter in the film, but, but, you know, because the film is so short, it's like, I'm, part of me wants to say, oh, yeah, here's what happens, but then if I say that it's like, it's giving away, <laughs> yes, <I certainly laughs> it's giving away the that. film. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, um, you know, I, it, we, we, like I said, we talked to a, a lot of people and, and what, you know, the thing that I think everybody, you know, I think that I can say that everyone had in common is that they were all very passionate about the country and, and I, you know, and, and wanted to see things going forward, you know. And again, they all had obviously different viewpoints. And I don't think there was a large distinction in my mind, um, you know, from what I saw that, you know, one group of people was this way and another group of people was that way. I think it was more that each individual person kind of had their feeling about how things should go. And, and, um, but the commonality was that they were, everyone wanted to see uh, a successful Dominica, a Dominica that, that um, moves forward, you know, in, in this day and age, essentially. Yeah, I Which think... that's very, very positive. Yeah, that's true. I and think that's, that's a very common the film theme. Is. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that is the goal of the film. I think there are going to be a lot of people who see this film that don't know anything about Dominique, and that's the, that's actually a secondary motivation for me, is that, 
you know, you know, people, I'm sure this has happened to you and a lot of Dominicans when they say, oh, yeah, Dominica, and people are like, oh, the Dominican Republic? And you're like, yes, no, it's right. not the Dominican Republic. I mean, I think that's changed a little bit in recent years. I think it's a little better now. People are, you know, more people are aware. But the other motivation for making this film was to let people know that there is this great island that they, you know, should know about this unique and, and place in the world that they should know about and, and maybe visit, you know. And and um, some of the people that have seen this film that were not familiar with Dominica before have said, you know, when they see the images and they see the people, their response is like, where is this and how can I get there? You know, yes. how do I get there? And so my hope is that those people will come to the island and then they'll tell their friends and their family and their relatives to go to Dominica and visit it and and more people will know about it. Yes, certainly, um, Wyatt. I believe that it will certainly have that impact uh, because visually, it is. I said it is stunning. Stunning. I mean, that is is quite remarkable. And um, just looking at it is good. And I think that uh, which kind of takes me to my next question, and that is, in terms of the initial response that you get, you've answered it to some extent already. But in terms of the the kind of responses that you're getting, um, uh, what are people saying? Are they, they they they? It appears that they're falling in love with the country just by looking at the film. But have you found any naysayers in that bunch? No, I, I haven't really found any naysayers. The people, the, the, all of the responses so far have been very positive. People, uh, like you said, they're blown away by the quality of the film. Um, by the, you know, we've had some people say that the, the editing was great, the imagery is fantastic, um, that they have learned something new. You know, they have, they, especially those that have never heard of Dominica or don't know much about it. Um, and then the other comments that I've gotten are people love to be kind of the music and the cultural aspects of, of what is presented in the film. And, um, and so those, those have been the, the, the general responses for people that, you know, that are not related to Dominique in any way, shape or form. And, um, you know, and, the, and they see, I think, I think what also comes across, which is the goal, is just... Like I keep saying, it's the passion of the people, the proudness of the people of the country, um, you know, no matter whether they're local or people that are living abroad, just how they feel, how passionate they feel about their country and the love that they have for, for Dominica. Okay, and we have another question coming in to radio at Dominican.net, Wyatt, and the question is, uh, do you have any plans for making a full feature film on Dominica, or is that as far as you are prepared to go? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know, my plan, I have I have so many other ideas. I have like a book that is filled with ideas about other films that I want to do, films about Dominica. And so I, my plan is to, to figure out what I'm going to, <laughs> what I'm going to do next. I mean, aside from continuing to promote this film, um, I need to think about how, yes, what, what I can do next um, with respect to, a feature-length film in Dominica or about Dominica. But yes, those those ideas are always brewing. I'm always talking about it with uh, my co-producers, you know, and my editor. And so so the short of it is that, that someday I hope to, yes, be able to do another film, a longer film about Dominica or in Dominica. Maybe not necessarily a documentary. It could be uh, like a narrative or a fictional film. All right. I was about to ask that, if you were going to stick to that form or if you would probably want to do some fictional representation of the island 
Um, yeah, you know, I think I think Dominique is a, a, just a beautiful location to shoot in, uh, in and of itself. So if the opportunity presented itself to do uh, a narrative film, you know, on location there, I wouldn't. I would definitely be up for it. I'm not at this point. I I'm not uh, limiting myself on the type of film I do. I'm I'm open to to doing um, all sorts of films. And if so, if people have ideas they want to share with me, uh, filmmaking is a very collaborative effort. So if, if, you know, if you would love to share something with me, you can contact me on the website, on the, on the film website, with your ideas. Okay. And of course, that is uh, Dominica, Dominica Film, or rather, DominicaParadiseFilm.com. DominicaParadiseFilm.com. That is the website where you can get to see, in fact, um, the trailer and also to contact Wyatt if you are interested in in doing so. And, and, and of course, I would really encourage our listeners um, to really do that. And um, I know we, we, we have a little bit of, of interaction there, Wyatt, um, on the on the internet, the person that that asked the question about the financing of the film did not quite get your answer. But I think you were very clear in stating that you you um it was financed from your own. I, they may have been. In fact, they're now saying that they were looking at specific dollar amount. But I'm 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 not sure that you're interested in giving this information, are you? Oh the, no, no, I'm not right? I, I, I yes, I, I kind of suspected that. Okay, we have a, we have a caller coming in um, right before we break, so let's let's take this call. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Good evening, caller. Good evening, caller. You are on the air. Go ahead, please. Hello. Good. Good evening, caller. Please go ahead. Caller, all right, I know you're here, but we are not able to hear you. Can you please go ahead? Okay, the caller might be listening to his radio and not listening to my uh -huh. voice. Um, so we will, I guess we'll, we'll continue here. We are, we are just about um, to break up. Um, well, while on that note, um, let, me, let me just really thank you for uh, spending this hour with us. Um, I think it's a very revealing and interesting conversation. The film again is Dominica charting a future for paradise, and I certainly agree with you on that score. That that Dominica, a beautiful country that it it is, is certainly, and, and and the people of Dominica certainly keen on charting that course. And I want to thank you for for bringing our beautiful country to the attention of the world, and I would encourage our listeners, of course, to make sure that they avail themselves of the opportunity when the film is made available on DVD to get their own personal copy to, of course, show, them, for, show their friends and for their own libraries. So let me thank you again for joining us. Thank you. It was my pleasure to be here. All right. Thank you very much, Wyatt. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay, thank, thank you. you. All right. So here you have it. We were clear to Ms. Wyatt Badwell, who is the producer and the filmmaker there, Dominica Chatti, in a future for paradise. So we would like to ask um, our listeners, they can find information with a link to the website on the dominican.net, or also you can find it dominicaparadisefilm.com. So let me thank all of you for joining us this evening. It was certainly my pleasure 
to do it for you tonight. I look forward to joining you again next week at the same time for another edition of This Week in Interview. So be sure to join us for that. Let me say a very special thank you to our producer, Sam Judge, for putting all of this together and for Wyatt for spending the hour with us on This Week in Interview. Next week, our guest on This Week in Interview will be former Prime Minister and the leader of the United Workers' Party, the Honorable Ellison James. So he'll be joining us next week, 8 o'clock, for the full hour on this week in interview. So we look forward to joining you at this time. Until then, let me say a very special good night to all of you, and thank you for joining us for this week in interview. Have a good night, and thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>